Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey everybody, how was your Mother's Day? This is actually just a short little bonus episode, kind of inspired by some work that I've been doing in my personal life as well as clients. I wanted to make an episode for those of us who maybe regularly sort of feel anxious when Mother's Day is approaching or they dread it, Um, not necessarily because of infertility or miscarriage. I'm not really going to address those or, you know, that wanting to be a mom in certain ways and not having that yet. But this episode is more for those of us who tend to be disappointed with the way that our husband celebrates or the lack of him celebrating on Mother's Day. And I want you to know you can extend this to birthdays and anniversaries. So this is just a short, sweet episode about what I call the manual, which I'm going to explain in a minute. But basically, it's when you are left really disappointed or kind of have gotten to the place of indifference about your holiday or like, again, Mother's Day, birthday, even if you actually do care, but you have almost had to stop caring and tune down your expectations and you have this overall sense of like sadness deep down or maybe some disappointment because of the way your significant other does or does not celebrate you. So a couple things with this that I want to help you process to both let things go if there was a recent celebration that didn't go the way you wanted, but also to have a better Mother's Day or any other holiday next time around so that um, you can kind of manage. Not, I'm not saying you need to lower your expectations, but I'm going to just teach you about the brain and the way that it gets attached to expectations and how that might be happening without you even knowing it, and it's contributing to your reactions in the home on these sorts of occasions. So the first thing I want to say is that with any sort of pattern like this, so if it's been a couple times, or maybe this was your first Mother's Day and it didn't go the way you wanted, and you don't want this disappointment to affect next Mother's Day, there's a couple things I want to teach you, some basic points about energy and how it gets stored in the body that will be really empowering for you to sort of make sure you don't stay stuck in patterns over the years. I think when it comes to preserving the health of a marriage, this is actually a really important piece, not just around birthdays and holidays, but little arguments from day to day, making sure that you understand what your body does with energy, emotion. Okay. We're going to call emotion like big, strong emotions of disappointment or anger or sadness that we don't have the capacity to grieve. They stay stuck and it's important to know how to move them so that they don't come with you the next time there's a similar circumstance. That's what the word trigger, have you ever heard of that word? Like, oh, that's a trigger for me. When my husband doesn't do X, Y, or Z on my birthday, or my friends don't do X, Y, or Z, that's a trigger to me. Because this one time back in high school, I thought this girl was my best friend, and then she didn't call me on my birthday. And then we kind of stopped talking because I was really sad, and I never let it go. And now, anytime a friend doesn't call me on my birthday right? I'm triggered. So do you see 
the thought, the, the word trigger and the, the whole concept of things being triggering to us, right? Similar circumstances come about and we jump backwards. It's into this, this pattern of behavior that we don't really think is us, but yet we can't seem to get out of it. Right. So that's what we call a trigger. And the reason that happens is, is because there is energy stored in our body. And it's literally, if we don't know how to move it and release it and work through it, it is kind of capturing, it captures us. It's like that energy kind of freezes us and our reactions in time. And so often, and the work I do with my clients, both in the the medium of coaching, life coaching, and also with the medium of energy work and movement that I do is a lot of going back and finding that first time. And sometimes it builds. And so there could be trapped emotion later, you know, other times too, but often it's just that first time that there was that disappointment or that sadness or whatever it was, that fear and really going back to yourself in the past, not reliving it, but restoring the energy of that moment and really moving through it. What that does include sometimes is crying or laughing or yawning, um, or shaking. You know, we're, we're really actually what we call in trauma work. We call it finishing the run. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member for $90 more. I can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more. You'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach sweat platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And I want to explain this little piece before I dive in and teach you the three steps to doing this, okay? So I want you to imagine if a bear was running from a hunter that had a tranquilizer gun. And he was running, 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 running. And let's say the, sh- the hunter guy shoots him with the tranquilizer gun and he falls and he's asleep, right? When that bear wakes up, and this is actually like a real thing that happens, okay? Is that when the bear wakes up, it will continue the run. It will keep running. So even though it kind of slept under the tranquilizer medication, it will keep running. And similarly, when you have gone through an experience, so there's been a circumstance and then you had thoughts and then your body had a certain response and that there was emotion and energy created in your body and you didn't have the capacity to process it all the way. Maybe you were overwhelmed by it. Maybe you needed to just click into survival mode and keep going for the sake of your kids. And you couldn't actually really process and move that energy through all the way. It gets kind of stuck right? This is what I mean when I say we get get kind of frozen in time. And a lot of times your body will just absorb it and it'll kind of, there'll be like a bookmark placed there in your brain. And what we don't realize is that sometimes then we're just going along in our life. We don't realize that we didn't process it. It's not like we did anything wrong. We don't always have this awareness, right? And then randomly somebody will say something or, or do or not do something And we don't even realize how trapped and stored this this energy is. And so we basically end up reverting back to that moment, but now we're in the present moment, right? So now this could be years later, months later, and somebody says something kind of similar or or like it has a remnant of, of that moment back in time, that first time we had the fear or the whatever 
you know, emotion it was. And we like start behaving like that person that we were back then in that moment, even though we've changed so much in so many ways, this can help explain the reason that sometimes you end up kind of like when you go to your mom's house, it's, it's the reason sometimes people start acting like their teenage self when they get to their mom's house. Now that doesn't always have to happen right? Because you can go back and you can identify the things in your body that are stored and you can um, release them. I want, Again, right before I go into these steps and teach you how to do it with yourself, I want to tell you the difference between how we approach this in energy work and how we approach it in coaching. Because I can do both. I do both with clients. And some of, some of my coaching clients are now um, starting to add energy sessions into their coaching packages. Um, and in the future, you know, as I kind of move to more of a membership and do more group coaching work, um, there'll be the option to work with me with energy as well. And so this, but, but I want to teach it to you guys. So real quick coaching versus energy work, just so you can understand. So in coaching, we basically do the same thing we're doing in energy work, but the way that it's brought up is more organic. And so, and it's from the conscious mind. It's just through conscious chit chat. It's through lived experience. So let's say you had a mother's day, for example, and you, um, reacted a very certain way when your husband didn't make you breakfast. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something that's really common for a lot of us to think about or want from our husbands on Mother's Day. It's like breakfast in bed or, hey, why don't you make breakfast so I can sleep in or something like that. So let's say that's what you wanted and he didn't do it. And you ended up getting so upset. And you even were thinking as you were upset, like, this isn't normal. Why am I so upset? I don't know. Come to find out in a coaching session, as you're telling me about this, right, that's how we would we would locate and move this energy in a coaching session is you lived it, you're confused about your reaction. And then we go, we talk through it and we find out, oh yeah, it's because you watched your dad not really do anything for your mom's mother's days all growing up. And when your husband didn't do X, Y, or Z thing, you made it mean that you were going to be trapped in a marriage like that one, you know, like, like those negative aspects that you kind of perceived growing up in your parents' marriage. And so all of a sudden, right? Now we know the source of this huge reaction and all the fear that came with it and why it was blown way out of proportion in your perception of your own reaction, right? And so we're able to address that. We're able to take that energy that you felt, that emotion that you felt as a little girl, bring it up to the surface and let it go. And we do that more verbally. Whereas in energy work, you don't have to even know what emotion is trapped. You don't even have to have had a recent you know, circumstance or trigger to draw your attention to something because we can just start at the beginning of a session with a prayer, get centered, and then we can ask your subconscious and ask your body if there's energy that needs to be stored and then it'll tell us. And then we can ask, okay, was that from childhood? You know, was it ages zero to five? Yes or no. Okay. Was it five to 10? Yes or no. And then we can, your body will basically instruct us and you can start going back and unraveling a lot of that work with or without a current experience that triggered it. Okay. So that's the beauty of energy work is that you don't have to have had a certain recent experience that brings it up 
But um, sometimes dreams, like sometimes dreams are kind of somewhere in between energy work and coaching. Sometimes your body will send you dreams. And I notice as I take my coaching clients through my my three-step process, which is now going to be laid out in my course, the postpartum anxiety course that precedes the membership, we have calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life. And what I notice is that as I teach my clients to calm their body, as I teach them to calm their mind, what happens is their body starts to bring up memories, whether through dreams. And it's not like a big, scary thing. It's not like it overwhelms your emotional load. You're not reliving stuff. It's just that the subconscious, just like in energy work, it happens in coaching too. The subconscious is always working for your healing. And it's it's always ready to bring you the next healing priority as you have the space consciously to manage it and to to facilitate the movement and releasing of all that past stuff. So again, whether we just sit in an energy session and we ask straight out to your subconscious through muscle testing and you feel comfortable with that, or whether you're a coaching client and you work with me in a coaching capacity and we are, you know, having experiences that help us to remember this thing that, you know, that happened and we need to release it either way we can get the work done. Okay. So without further ado, you can do a healing session with yourself for yourself. I just taught this to one of my clients who called me the other day and she's made a ton of progress in this work. And I didn't have to do this for her because I was able to just tell her what to do. So the first thing I want you to do, and whether this is because mother's day didn't go the way you wanted it to just, you know, like a couple days ago yesterday, or whether this is, you know, resonating with something that you can, you can see as a pain point or a, a big trigger response that you have, with anything, you can do this. Okay. So the first thing you want to do is ask yourself, what was the first time I remember having like an, a reaction or an aversion to this particular thing? What do I think this relates back to? And by the way, when you're doing this with yourself, you want to set aside some time and space. So maybe get a babysitter for the kids or do this when they're in bed and take a big sip of water, make sure you're hydrated and really say a prayer and sit down and make a thing of it. You know, pretend as if you were meeting with somebody on the other side of the computer on zoom, really sit down with yourself and have like a session. And so you're going to ask, where do I think this began? What was the first time that I can remember having this kind of a reaction or feeling this way? And once you have something come to mind, trust it, trust that that's the actual answer. If you want to, you can ask one more time, is there anything else I can think of? Um, And maybe write down on a piece of paper a few different answers that come to mind, but whatever one feels the strongest, that's probably it. Okay. The next thing you want to do is you want to go to that, go to, go to yourself in the past. Okay. So just remember the bear finishing the run. So when the bear wakes up and he's still running, he, he's going to want to go back to the very first time that he was feeling this way. So when he first set eyes on the hunter and realized that he had a tranquilizer gun and he first started to feel the alarm bells go off in his adrenaline system and started running, you want to go to that moment when it first happened. And you want to ideally, so this is, okay, I have to go, I have to pause here because um, if the bear were to wake up, right? So if you were to catch yourself doing this reaction, it's important that you first calm your body. So don't try to do this and heal yourself and calm yourself when you're all worked up. 
Okay. So you want to make sure you let enough time pass to where your emotions are settled. This is important to tell you before you do this, right? That's going to make it so that you're not reliving it and getting freaked out of your mind and having a panic attack. So I got to preface all of this by saying you want to be calm. You don't want it to be so fresh, right? If this just happened yesterday, maybe try this next week after things have not, they don't feel so fresh and the wound doesn't feel so raw and open. So when some time has passed, then you can go to your, so you want to number one, when was the first time this happened? Like the first time, not just the most recent time, right? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Then number two, you're going to take the calm that you have in this moment. And with your calm present self, you're going to go visit your past self. And specifically to that first time it ever happened, or maybe it's, it's one of the times, maybe it wasn't the first time, but it was a really vivid time that like you, you remember being very worked up. And you're going to go to yourself and you're not going to relive it with your past self. You're just going to stand next to her and you're going to be with her. So you're going to basically take the calm that you have in the present moment and you're going to go and sit with your past self and just be a calm presence for her in a way that nobody else could except for you. So your present self is going to go visit your past self that's broken and heartbroken and worked up or whatever the emotion is. And if you want to, you can just ask her some questions like, what do you need? How can I help you? And she'll tell you, right? As you connect with her, it's kind of in this meditative state. You're just going to close your eyes and go visit her. And she'll tell you, I just need to know what to do, or I need to know that it's all going to be okay. And you can, from your present self vantage point, you can actually supply her with some perspective and you can calm her. And as soon as she's calm, your job is done and you can float back up to the present moment and you can come out of that meditation and your work is done. And I want to guarantee, like, I can't guarantee it with money because, you know, I want, I can't guarantee on the podcast that you're doing it right. So you got to do your best with the, the, you know, what I've given you. And if you want to have this be supervised and you want to ask me more questions, come work with me, right? Hop on a consult for now, or the membership is coming so soon. I can't even wait, but I have noticed that it is so much different from then on. So you might then let's say your trigger was somebody not calling you on your birthday and the next year on your birthday, you know, there's this one person that doesn't call you and you'd hoped they would, but you have this new ability to have calmed yourself and have supplied yourself with whatever you needed. And all of a sudden you just have so much more capacity to forgive and to let things go and to, and to provide what you thought you needed from somebody else. You can provide it for yourself. And that is the number one takeaway I want women in marriages to understand. Take everything that you want to make a list for your husband to do for you on that special day. You can totally still make a list for him and hope that he does it. But I find that that can be a little bit risky because we're dealing with imperfect humans. Your husband's brain is programmed to put his priorities first. It takes a tsunami amount of effort, like a huge amount of effort for him to pivot and put something for you first. Not that he doesn't care her. He doesn't love you, but his brain, just our brains do put our stuff first. And I think they kind of should, we have to make sure we stay alive. Like that's important. 
And so it's not all bad that maybe he doesn't do the whole checklist through, but as you realize and come to understand that you can fulfill your own checklists better than your husband can, and that it actually feels really amazing to write yourself a note and celebrate yourself. And then just anything your husband has to give you is a plus it's a bonus. But when you don't need him to give you stuff, when you're not depending on him, when you're not setting it up so that he's the only one that can make you feel warm and fuzzy on mother's day or on your birthday, it's so much less pressure for both of you. And then anything he does do, you just get to enjoy it. It's like this beautiful cherry on top and you end up feeling so grateful. Okay, so I hope that helps you both process any disappointments or sadnesses or big arguments or reaction this past Mother's Day or any other holidays. And hopefully you can come back to this episode if you need a brush up coming to future holidays. And I know that as you do what I've taught here, it will make a difference next time as well. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. And as always, if you want more help, just reach out to me. For now, because I'm transitioning from one-on-one coaching to more of a membership, you can just go ahead and DM me and tell me what you're wanting help with. And we can just see where I'm at and what offering I can give you to get you help with that. I love you. I'm here to help you. And we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.